0: I, I have to I have to do it yeah because yeah it's kind of like you know I, I learn it and then I share with people and I learn more yeah okay so let's talk about today's news and those three news are all related to blockchain and XR which is very excited. because um, yeah for me I knew uh, there are a lot of artists they put their art into there's a of a term called NFT, right? I think you, you guys probably know what's non-fungible token, which is NFT. Pretty much is it is a unit of data storage in a digital ledger called a blockchain and certifies as a digital asset to be unique and therefore not interchangeable. So pretty much if you put your art, for example, like 2D or 3D into like more like NFT converted to that, It you know, you can, limited the number of the, the the digital asset of your art so you can sell it yeah it's very interesting it's like you know right now we are buying or selling physical uh, pieces of the art but if you turn it into a digital asset you can use uh, nft to transfer it okay so today we have three news and three news are related to blockchain and nft yeah so the first news is in uh, uh, musetv.net, M-U-S-E-T-V.net. And the title is called "Wrong English to Bring uh, Pop Gender to Blockchain and Augmented Reality with Digital Artwork. Okay, so uh, there's, um, yeah, and this is, uh, this post is written by Naomi uh, Rodriguez, something and then, yeah, so pretty much uh, the, uh, the New Zealand based uh, NFT digital collectible app called VEVE or VV. V E V E. Yeah, if you type V E V E NFT app, you, you probably can find that app. Pretty much that app is, you can uh, you know convert, it allows artists to convert their digital work. Uh, to NFT format, or you know, make it more uh, secure and then limited uh, into a digital asset, um, and it's kind of blockchain. Um, I don't know, integrate with blockchain, and then so um, the pieces can be more s- scarcity, right? It's like. It's limited, so you can raise the price or, you know, you can sell it. And uh, yeah, so yeah, pretty much use NFT to, uh, you know, to do, you know, to sell the artist's digital work. And this app just announced a new partnership with Wrong English and Icom um, American Pop Culture Artist. So if you take a look of Wrong English, R-O-N, English is uh, as English. Yeah, if you take a look of his art, pretty much he used a lot of really iconic pop culture stuff like DC, like, you know, McDonald's or Snoopy. Yeah, and South Park. Yeah, I just look up a bunch of iconics, Uh his work. Pretty much he made everyone's looks like a skeleton. Yeah, so pretty much it's like that. Yeah, so I mean... Yeah, he, he find out his own style. So yeah, if you want to take his take a look of his work pretty much he put a lot of iconic um, pop culture people and then put some, you know, skeleton teeth um, on, on the mouth. Yeah, so that's his style and then Right now, um, like uh, the Veve app is going to turn his work to NFT, which allows, you know, people to purchase uh, his work uh, through Veve uh, digital, uh, you know, the, the app, right? So yeah, pretty much you can buy it. I think you can buy it through um, Ethereum or you know uh, bitcoins or some other you know um, cryptocurrencies so yeah so as for this it's very interesting because um, um, you know like right now uh, there are a lot of artists doing the uh, virtual uh, digital versions of their art and it's pretty much using blockchain to, you know, to promote those or to, to, you know, to sell those art. So yeah, any thoughts of the news? Yeah, Ellen or you, Evan?
1: Um, yeah, I have to admit out of all the uh, <laughs> the newer technologies out there, the uh, crypto and blockchain is probably my, the, the ones I, I know the least. So. Uh, it still seems very mysterious, I, I love the idea of being able to uh, control, I guess as a content creator, um, you know, the the stuff that you create a little bit better, but um, but yeah, I, I don't have a ton to offer on this one, because uh, it's just an area that I'm uh, not as
2: versed in, so... <laughs> Yeah, that's, um, yeah, I also, I've been um, sort of following the NFT uh, news a little bit, but I definitely haven't delved as deeply into um, kind of how it actually works. So I also um, would sort of caveat my response uh, by saying I'm not uh, not an expert in the area. I think, um, and yeah, I mean, on that note, I'm not really sure if other people have been kind of exploring the combination of NFTs and virtual reality. But I do, I think I see in this, like, especially this VV platform, this idea of virtual collectibles, when you're talking about um, 3D objects that could live in, you know, some kind of metaverse-like shared virtual space, um, it starts to seem a little bit more compelling than, I guess, like, just kind of owning the rights to, like, access, like, a 2D image, which is I think is what I've seen a lot with NFTs. Um, and it kind of makes me wonder about like, whether there isn't in this kind of like, you know, a sort of like overall platform for sort of like buying and selling objects and like, kind of wonder if this is like the beginning maybe of like a universal back end for like, you know, what objects you could have and then put into, you know, sort of a metaverse like shared space. Um, I think, you know, being able to see this stuff in virtual reality and, you know move it around decorate your space there that seems like a like potentially i mean not necessarily for everyone but it seems like a more compelling use than just like you know saying like oh i have this like the rights to view this image exclusively on my phone or something
1: um so yeah i guess it's whether it's new or new to me i think there's something cool yeah i know that spatial is uh utilizing nft uh, capabilities in their platform as well i've seen a couple of articles on that uh, but yeah I, one of the questions I, I do have about nft and i guess that, that technology in general is uh, so far we've only seen digital art i'm, I'm kind of curious what other types of art can be utilized in this technology for example music um giving musical artists the ability to kind of control their you know music as well or you know, different types of things like that so uh, it's definitely interesting to follow uh, it's, it's a little more confusing to me but uh, uh, but yeah
0: I, I, I love new technology so yeah same here because um, I remember uh, last two weeks and I went to my meetup uh, Santa Monica new tech and meetup. And then they they host an an NFT platform, and then um, I look up the website, and it seems like I need to use Ethereum uh, to to purchase. And unfortunately, when like long time ago, when I download uh, Coinbase, and during that time, it seems like there's a a, a big things happen, so Coinbase just locked. Or close all the you know transaction or something and during that time i want to purchase something but it it just closed for a while so uh, i couldn't really do anything and then so i didn't really uh get out on the trend of all those blockchain things i just look up the news sometimes you know blockchain or like cryptocurrency is super high sometimes it's you know going down so i just like look at yeah just uh i i'm not really involved with all those but I, I think it's very interesting to see that artists start converting their art into digital format. Yeah, that's a very interesting and start selling the digital format of art. Yeah, I don't really know how this works and I don't really know what's the point of having a digital art inside your phone but maybe you know in the future in the metaverse you can put in your virtual home right Uh, hanging on a wall of your virtual homes so maybe that's another you know uh, application maybe it's just we are not integrate everything well so everything is like a fragile. you know like this part that part is you know like we, we are still trying to pull everything together but right now I think yeah maybe in the future I can hang you know, a, a, a NFT art on my virtual home on the wall, right? And I can enjoy seeing it. Maybe that 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 that, that there might be a good integration. Okay, so you know, yeah.
1: Really quick, um, in the early days of blockchain, I had heard, uh, read a report or um, a paper on how they were looking at using blockchain to control like software distribution. Um, things like that so we had a license on software you can control you know how it goes out so it couldn't be um, necessarily hacked or it couldn't be copied and you know distributed uh, elsewhere so to me that, that made a lot of sense as far as the application but uh, but yeah it's it, it just it's interesting to see I, I do use coinbase as well uh, just to kind of get into it to see kind of how it's working but there's such mystery behind why things go up and down it's hard to kind of buy in completely to it uh but yeah i do i I am trying to follow as best as possible and try to understand just different applications because i do see within some of the programs I, i monitor this stuff starting to kind of creep up out there so uh so it's always good to kind of try to know as much as possible
0: about it yeah, same here. I, I mean, I as far as I know, I I don't really know blockchain. Even though I download a bunch of ebook and listen and trying to read books and uh, attending online events, but I can tell you, I don't know. <laughs> I still don't know what, 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 what cryptocurrency or blockchain or Bitcoin. What? Um, know like the whole whole stuff i still don't understand yeah it's fine we will get there maybe someday i will know what's going on yeah another news is um um yeah today three of our news is are related to blockchain nft yeah and it I, i was surprised that wow you know like i i haven't really thought of xr and blockchain right now i can see everything coming together because you know if we are creating another virtual, uh, you know, virtual reality or another layer of reality, then all the stuff is a, a property. So in order to secure and make it a unique property, maybe NFT is a, a good good solutions. So another news, the second one is on um, uh, cointelegraph.com, cointelegraph.com, and the title is an. AR Party is coming to a shared metaverse with one million tokens set to burn, and this news was written by Corners that uh, Sefton. Okay, so yeah, so pretty much uh, there's a um, I would say NFT based um, virtual land called OVR Land. If you type all VR land, uh, you can take a look of the whole company. Pretty much they put uh, you know, like uh, 1.6 trillion hexicon digital overlay of the earth surface. Yeah, just imagine uh, we have our earth, right? Right now we live on the physical earth and they overlay 1.6 trillion hexicon digitally on um, the surface of the earth. OVR VR land is a shared augmented reality where anyone can buy a plot of land to host any kind of digital content they want from 3D art and games to build and pretty much anything they could dream up. So pretty much it's kind of like a real estate agency. Just think of that or like selling uh, digital um, I would say real estate, right? You have a small hexagon, right? And you can put anything or you can sell, you can do anything with that uh, small, uh, I would say it's like, like that hexagon, right? So pretty much um, it's it's a land, it's a virtual land. And the highlight of the OVR land project uh, will be a life burn of 1 million OVR tokens with about uh, probably 1 million uh at this writing, so uh, the token come from sales of six side um, of your land plots, more than 275 um, k of which has been sold so far. So I would say one third of them has been sold so far, and includes the Effie Tower. Yeah, like people like to buy, you know, a hot spot, um, a really hot place, which was just sold for record breaking, like around. 100k yeah it's like a digital place a hexicon, uh and uh, it's um you know on the place uh, right on top of every tower or right at the place of every tower on, on earth right so yeah right now they are celebrating <laughs> their six month anniversary it's very interesting i thought anniversary is supposed to be at least one year but they are they just, I think they launched something and it has been six months. So they are celebrating it right now. So I mean, I feel like for those very pioneer startups, they can break all the rules. It's fine. And people just get used to it. So uh, the anniversary party itself used OVR Lens OVR live event platform with the DJ wearing a motion suit to record and reproduce movement, dancing, and even interacting with the crowd as hyper realistic 3D avatar to create the experience of being at a concert. So pretty much they will host a really cool hyper reality event or you know like more like um, you know live event in OVR land. So yeah so it's very interesting to see that yeah you can sell a virtual land and because it's nft so everything will be secure. And uh, yeah, the yeah. So uh, the project uses uses two tokens: the OVR land and uh, OVR land NFT that represent land hex- hexes and uh, ERC twenty fungible OVR tokens. Yeah. To be honest with you, I don't really know what's that, but it seems like, yeah, they have two tokens and the only currency with which value can be exchanged inside of Metaverse. So yeah, um, you can use real world uh, currency, which is maybe dollars or cryptocurrency to, you know, uh, such as paying for the in-platform property or experience the development, renting a virtual space. Uh, paying for virtual goods and experience and collecting revenue for advertisers. So wow, it's like, yeah, I would say it's like another another Columbus, right? Uh, like trying to overcome or find out a new territories. And um, right now it's still new. If you are interested in buying a new land in another new world, even though it's new virtual world in this earth, maybe uh, it's a good, good time to buy it. Yeah, a- a- any thoughts, Ellen and Evan?
1: Yeah,
0: um, it is definitely interesting. I'm glad these people have more time than I do because uh, I
1: have enough time, uh, hard enough time, kind of just uh, getting along in, in my own world here. But uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know, I, I guess uh, my question uh, on this, um, would be how do you determine the value of a certain pot of land? So obviously the Eiffel Tower is a significant location, but, you know, how do you determine the value of that as opposed to, you know, six blocks down or something? So that I'm sure they have it all figured out. But, um, yeah, this reminds me of, like, a Second Life or Farmville back in the day, uh, or even purchasing a, a star to name a star after yourself. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I guess, yeah, if you could advertise... Um maybe you can make money from that from an investment standpoint. But yeah, it's still it's like everything else, it still seems kinda of strange until you figure out how people are actually
2: utilizing it, uh, which applications they go to see the advertisements and so things like that. But uh very mysterious for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. I like Alan that you brought up like because I think it really highlights, too, kind of like the way the value of stuff like depends on just like how much other people are engaging with it and care about it. <laughs> even like in the case of Parkville, um, it's just kind of, you know, like a lot in a lot of these casual games, it's not like they're not like, you know, if, if no one played them, you know, it's kind of like, oh, it's not. It's not even like such a crazy game or so different from anything else, but because other people are on there um, that all of a sudden like people really care about it, you know. I remember reading an article at one point about, like, I think it was Farmville specifically, those other social media games as, and the way that, like, uh, in I forget, like, kind of, like, where they were looking at, but they were talking about how, um, like, whole families would get involved. And, like, a lot of people playing the game were just trying to, like, they felt an obligation to, like, help their cousin out or, like, help their, like, their, like, grandmothers helping their, like, grandmothers out or whatever. Um, <laughs> it's kind of like yeah you know it's it's weird like the, the way this stuff works and then the nft sort of like overlay is trying to like sort of capitalize on that um but yeah i don't know i think like the i think this idea of kind of i don't know i mean it almost in some ways feels like what you know if you can get people excited about some kind of metaverse thing um that lives over the top of the real world there's definitely I don't know, I feel like there have been like a lot of augmented reality, like it kind of um, adding, adding like markers and monuments to like tell stories, from places from different perspectives. Um, I've seen a lot of interesting stuff along those lines, um, but yeah, I don't really know. I think that's kind of a lot of NFTs is like, you know, it's just like, oh, how do we kind of, what if we like kind of take some similar stuff and then like turn it into a stock market sort of, and then that maybe will get people excited about <laughs> it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I think um, yeah. But like like with Farmville, what was interesting about that is I, I just I thought
1: it was kind of a joke at the time. And then when you kind of get into it, you start to get a little addicted to it. It's like, well, what if I do this? What if I try? Then all of a sudden you're starting to buy stuff with real money that is virtual. It doesn't make any sense either. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't uh, disagree with some of these things people are trying to do. Um, just because I wouldn't do it or think it's silly. Doesn't mean everybody else is not going to do it, uh, obviously. Um, but yeah, I, 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 love the creative aspect of it. Just, you know, trying to see what sticks maybe.
0: And, um, and yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of do, dozed Dogecoin, Right. I mean, it, it started off as a joke and it kind of I think something. Elon must sell so it's like it's marketing kind of it marketing it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Doge. Yeah. I think it's very cool because, I mean, it looks like a joke, but when, you know, Elon must start to create a lot of buzz about Doge, it becomes a serious business, even though I know a lot of people are, you know, very disappointed when it goes down. But I mean, I didn't buy it, but I just feel like, wow, this is so cool. Like, I mean, it's just because of the name. Yeah, I guess maybe he hasn't yet, but maybe this same
1: uh, story that you're mentioning, uh, Elon Musk will uh, map out the Mars and then start selling parts of Mars to everybody through the same yeah, process here. That's so true, uh, maybe that's
0: his next step. Yeah, I think maybe mapping out Mars into 1.6 trillion hexagon, you know, and then people can digital monitor there or f- using virtual reality to live there, right? Like virtual, virtually control the Mars. I don't know. And and you can buy a little piece of Mars. I don't know. <laughs> I just thought, yeah, th- th- this is a very interesting concept. And um, blockchain right now, I, I mean, yeah, just like Ellen said that I don't understand, but I know a lot of people are crazy about it. And, you know, it's just because I don't understand. I couldn't really say <laughs> anything, but... It's a very interesting concept because metaverse, we've been talking about metaverse for, for a long, long time. And right now people start really, you know, selling some some, some 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 places in virtual world and you can put stuff on the virtual world. Yeah. So yeah, this is still you know, a really cool.
1: To add to that. It's interesting to me because maybe I'm just getting old and it's some of these things that are happening are just you know, in my age, but uh, I remember in 2009, the very first time I saw augmented reality um, on a browser, I think it was General Electric, did a, um, a project where they showed through Flash, they showed the AR, kind of you can print out a little marker and hold it up to your webcam, and it did what it did. But to me, it was interesting because immediately I saw all these applications. I thought, oh, you, know, you could bring print material to life. You could do this. You could do that. It made total sense to me. And so the problem today is some of these things like that are in the news, you know, NFTs, uh, Bitcoin, like all that, you know, it, it just, there are areas where it's like, it doesn't make sense to me. I don't, I don't, I can't really make the connection to like how it would be utilized. And it seems very confusing sometimes. So that, that's the, the only problem I
0: have today is just trying to, make sense of the applications of these things um so yeah yeah i I mean it's fine i think uh, i don't know for me i've been um keeping up with all the all the news every day for a few years i still don't know um the blockchain yeah i mean yeah it's it's still hard for me to understand it's all good it's all good yeah we will get there okay the third one (laughs) Uh, the third news is still NFT. It's very interesting that when I look up the news, it's all NFT today. Yeah, so uh, it's on vrfocus.com. And uh, uh, the title is called How Augmented Reality-Based NFTs Have a Potential to Revolutionize Arts and Culture. So this is very interesting. And uh, the, the article was written by Dr. Sir Shope okay yeah so yeah so if you are interested go to vrforce of uh, uh, vrfocus.com yeah okay so pretty much um we all know that galleries and museums are pretty much being closed down during covid yeah so they are right now thinking about how to you know kind of digitize all their assets and start you know selling or renting uh, to generate more revenues so yeah so you see right now, uh, all the galleries, museums, we couldn't really visit there physically. So I think this is a smart idea, right? Because when I uh, look up some news right now, a lot of um, museums, they are integrated with virtual reality. So you can, uh, you know, uh, at your home, you can um, download the app and look at the uh, real, um, you know, real art at your home or something, right? So this is kind of already being implemented, but I think with like uh, NFT, it might uh, bring it to another level. Like um, in the article, it says that NFT and augmented reality products are quickly rising to popularity and become increasingly understood. Yeah, I know. Right now. Everyone still understand what's going on, but yeah, people start being more and more understanding of this mass market with virtual reality and AR now household terms. Uh, yeah, I think at least we kind of try some AR, VR sometime, right? We I, I wouldn't say anyone has VR headset, but I would say, yeah, AR, definitely you, you will try it at least, you know, TikTok or Snapchat or somehow... Uh, Facebook, there's filters. So people kind of understand VR, AR. And then mobile technologies, yeah, it's kind of essential to our lives. And uh, so this is kind of a natural way of transforming to, you know, all the gallery and museum, they are trying to, you know, pay off their bills. And how can they pay off by, you know, turning all their physical, you know, art, sculpture into more um, 360 videos or, you know, more like digital assets, and then start, you know, um, um, making some profit out of those. Yeah. So mixed reality presents financial solutions to struggling um, galleries and museums. Yeah. So. Yeah, so pretty much, um, yeah, this article talks about some financial issues and they rely some, you know, some donations, but yeah, right now they still need more money to pay the bills. So NFT is a really good solutions for, uh, yeah, for all those, you know, know, like how can um, um, uh, museums and galleries digitize their assets? And then make it, you know, available for people to purchase, um, you know, to uh, through like an NFT process. So yeah, so from immersive experience in house to at home desktop AR facilities, museums and galleries can utilize augmented reality to provide uh, an entire new perspective on their historical piece and meet a wider demand of digital entities to, into culture uh, they have to offer. This demand is also mirrored by artists themselves who are desperate for income and are keen to utilize NFT and mixed reality to, to uh, you know make their world uh, to a wider uh, audience. So yeah, any thoughts for this news?
1: Um, yeah, for, for me, um... I, I uh, obviously I, I love. Uh, we have talked about before about uh, being able to travel around through VR, AR, um, and see places that might not be easy to get to normally, or uh, just having the time to go to a museum. Um, but yeah, I, again, it's um, it's a matter of the content, you know, the, the quality of the experience. Because some of the places I've gone to recently, as far as museums, you know, there's a kind of a mixed bag of experiences based off of. Kind of what they have to offer there. Uh, so if they can figure out ways to kind of monetize the experience, so they can bring money in, um, I, I think that makes a lot of sense. Keep it kind of more secure. Uh, but uh, overall, I, I do appreciate that these companies, especially the, the the museums, are looking into the technology and trying to experiment with with new ways to engage customers and you know and, and get their information out and about. So.
2: Um, so I, I definitely like that. Yeah, yeah, I think it's neat too. And I do kind of wonder about like how quickly it's you know the the area of digitizing objects is advancing. I remember um, when I was like working more directly in visual effects, I was a little more tuned in into that um because it obviously is like a huge thing in doing visual effects for movies as well. Um like if you can scan real objects, that's often faster than. Um, you know, paying a 3D modeler to create a realistic looking as- asset, um, and then when you get into, like, people, obviously, you know, you have the main character, et cetera, et cetera, um, but at one point I, was, I had read something saying that, like, a huge barrier to this for, uh, both in, like, retail, um, where if you have, like, a furniture seller, say, um, it's kind of, it's very expensive for them to be able to, like, build up, a you know, an asset library uh, to develop an AR app. Um, you know, the cost of development isn't insignificant, but um, just building that asset library is a huge hurdle. Um, and yeah, I wonder about museums, like if they're, um, yeah, I kind, of, I kind of hope there's maybe a little bit more progress on that. Um, I almost wonder if that's as much a barrier as kind of like people not really having, um, you know, not necessarily having a VR headset or like, you know, not finding the experiences compelling on their phone. Um, But I think it, yeah, I mean, I think access, being able to have more people see things and, you know, see artifacts in museums is really, really awesome. And it's a great potential of um, digital media. So, you know, I'm definitely excited about that. And if museums can find some way to pay their bills doing that, I mean, hey, like, I'm always more, I'm always for more funding for arts. So, that's. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, and uh, I saw in this article, it says that uh, there's a word, uh, like a very famous artist, digital artist called People And he sold uh, his um, unique collection titled Every Day, The First 5,000 Days, this, this piece of art as an MFT for $69 million dollars. Yeah, it's like, wow, $69 million. It's a lot just for a piece of art and through NFT or, yeah. So I think, yeah, if you can sell that high, I, I wish it's, yeah. I, I mean, maybe I'm just wondering, maybe I, I wish there's no you know money, laundry, something happens during those trans- transition. But if that is a really legit sales, I think that's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I think this is, yeah, today's news is kind of not really uh, expected, uh, because when I see it, it's all blockchain, because usually when I see news, it's usually XR and uh, maybe IoT, XR, AI, right, XR, IoT, AI, those types of a combination, but I think uh, blockchain and XR, I think everything start making sense. For example, if you buy a property, right? uh, In the virtual world, similar to you buy some online game weapons, right? So everything needs to be limited. Everything needs to be kind of functional, but in that world. So maybe NFT is kind of for a way to legalize or make um, the, The digital property, the legit uh, stuff for you to use in your virtual games or something virtual life, Second Life. Yeah. So yeah. So um, yeah. So I think today's news is very interesting, and I don't really understand a lot of them. But yeah, hopefully someday when I read more, I could understand more.
1: brought up uh, money laundering and uh, that that does make me wonder as little as i know about all this stuff it does kind of make you wonder uh how you know, some of these other transactions are going to affect things because i think that was brought up recently about you know these big prices that some of these arts are uh, are taking and, and what other things are kind of happening behind the scenes so um so i'm sure we'll hear a little bit more about that down the line but the other thing too is i want to congratulate you i, I saw that you um
0: I'm going to talk about gamification in XR and especially for education and retails. Yeah, I know there are so many things to say and I talked the organizer that, hey, actually, you know, um, XR or gamification is not just for retail or marketing. It's for everything because pretty much all the XR um, current app are building on um, two game. Uh, engines. One is Unreal, one is Unity. So on top of them, it's, you know, the, the the essential of XR application is already gamed, right? So there are so many stuff that we can talk, for example, like military or training or so many things. And uh, Gamify is not a real game, but putting game element, game mechanics. And according to the books that I read, I find out that there are at least a few thousands of game mechanics. Whatever we do, it's all game mechanics. So it, yeah, I think there are a lot of stuff to talk and I need to kind of eliminate and find out the newest stuff to yeah, implement. Yeah. Well, congratulations again. I am
1: hoping to get to AWE this year. It's, it's nice so we can kind of get out and about and do things uh, in person again. Yeah, right, but, uh, right. I was there a couple of years ago and I, I yeah, I'd like to check
0: it out again. Yeah, yeah and cool. yeah, and it seems like they are planning to meet in person this year. And yeah. Uh, yeah, because they have other, you know, other speakers from other world. So you know, like, and they probably didn't get vaccination. So, um, so they said that uh, if someone who couldn't come or speakers couldn't come in person. They probably will use the virtual one. So, but they want, they wish all the speakers probably, when I see the data, is probably around 300 or 300 more. Uh, those speakers, they want them to, uh, everyone to be on stage or in that convention uh, s- uh, center. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So they can record and kind of live streaming. So, yeah. So I'm still thinking about. Should I drive my car to there? It seems like I need to drive six to seven hours to <laughs> Santa Clara. Yeah, it's a, it's a <laughs> drive. It's yeah, it's, yeah, drive. It's, yeah, or I should take airplane, yeah, take flight. So yeah, I'm still thinking, yeah. So yeah, but it, it should be fun. It should be fun. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it. That this is probably my first time to go there. And last year I bought the, the ticket. So I watched a bunch of videos. I think everything is cool. And uh, yeah, and I'm looking forward to it as well. Cool, cool. cool. Yeah, thank you everyone for joining me and uh, hopefully see you tomorrow. Mm, Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Yeah, thanks. Bye. Bye. Okay, thank you. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye.